Yeah, this has been great. I literally could keep talking for hours with you. We did pretty well in terms of our our time. journey and story is so magical. And like, I mean, I, I, I needed this this morning. I needed this good Monday. You should do these on Monday mornings because it's a great way to kick off the week. Yeah. Well, we're also with you and that helps because there's such a beautiful energy here in cheese space. That's quite kind, but cheese space is a great place to be on a cloudy Monday morning. Anytime, but especially on a cloudy Monday. And can we say yes? Thank you. Cool. Uh, so y'all Friday. So I, I mentioned that we had uh, the fashion designer in mm-hmm. who founded Lonnie. And so we were really fortunate to uh, two of their investors or her investors are really good friends of ours. Oh, nice. And so we had an event at our house on the 12th floor and it was so beautiful. It's it called the Sky Lounge. And uh, she did a pop up shop and we had a happy hour. And it was just such a like magical, special evening. So we went from the podcast over to there and it nice. was just so lively and had lots of good humans there. Um, and I was walking one of my friends out. I, I was the first Mel to ever buy a pair of her shoes. Yes. Which, you know, <laughs> why, absolutely I would because I am here for it. Like, And I was just so in love with them. I was like, I need these. And she's like, Brad, you're the first Mel to ever buy these shoes. I'm like, one, that's ridiculous. Like, come on, they're gorgeous. And two, like more guys should lean into the Lonnie brand, I, I believe. So that said, I walked one of my friends out in our slippers because we both bought matching slippers as we should. <laughs> and it was so cold. And I had zero idea a cool front was coming in. I'm it was, horrible at checking the weather. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. I mean, I was so stoked. And then this I morning it's continued. Love We're on day four, if you count Friday night. Well, it's going to run for the next weather. like seven days. Yes, this I checked so it amazing. this morning. Yeah. It's like, okay, how many sweaters can today. I wear in the next seven <laughs> it's time days? time to like break yeah. out Seriously, the long sleeves. I'm so happy. I oh. <laughs> So it just makes, it makes style so much easier. I have so many more layers to work with and I'm not so confined to like <laughs> a pair of shorts like and how a t-shirt. Many, how many layers can I put on It's like on a today? freeing moment. When the weather is. is cold, Brad is free. Because I mean, other, it's just so like, when, I mean, I don't have a lot of options when it's hot. You know, I can do the cuff roll on the pants to give it a little personality. I can mix it up with some fun shoes, but I've got like You're a t-shirt. Limited. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like the way that like collared shirts look on me. I don't know the bald head and the beard. It just gives me a weird vibe and energy. So I typically go with like a Henley or like a t-shirt mm-hmm. and it's, it's amazing that I get to layer up. Now. I need to know where this store is. Cause I'm going to New York on Wednesday night. Okay. Um, so it's called hot theory. Is it in Brooklyn? I think it's hot theory, right? Yeah. Okay. So okay. there's one in man. There's a few, there's one in Manhattan. Okay. Um, and then, and I don't know exactly where I want to say it. kind of near Chelsea. That would make sense. That, yeah. that feels right. And then there's, there's one other one as well. I know, I know they have two locations in Manhattan that aren't too far from each other, but please go support them. Hot theory, support dope females, like major shout out, check them out. They're phenomenal. And hot is H a U T E theory. And we um, drop it in the show notes. Yeah. Too, and I, I, I'm really on. supportive of what they're doing. They We've have a whole an Etsy line. Shop yeah. They too. also have an Etsy mm. shop. So uh, and it's just incredible. I now they are. I will go in person. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, please Thursday. go check. And they're yeah. just the most lovely people. I mean, we had so the it's it's also like consignment, so they have a little bit of everything. I want to know what's the first store that we went to. Is it was right by a place where we had brunch. So I'm going to ask Sky, and I'm going to text you and let you know because that both stores were really neat, but that store was a little smaller, a little more mm-hmm. intimate, and you had more time to speak with oh, nice. the, the people that were working okay. there. Um, but it, it was just it's amazing. I mean, I want every color. I think, and I I tried to buy. Every color. And Sky told me no, because we're also trying to be better stewards about like, you know, f- 
being financially and fiscal and all that stuff. So I'm learning. Sky's the very <laughs> financially you can't fiscally buy out all smart the inventory, one. Right? I'm the one who is less so. I need more discipline there. I'm working on it. And I was like, I want every color. And she's like, you get one. <laughs> You're not buying every <laughs> color. <laughs> like that's a little excessive. And I was like, okay, okay fine. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, I want them all. And so I did not get every color yet, but I, and I, I wear that shirt. I, the only reason I'm not wearing it right now is because I just wore it on Friday. And you're wearing this one. And I, I have this one, which I yeah. also love. Yeah. Um, this is from Change, C-H-N-G-E. Oh, also cool. a big fan of what they're doing. They do a lot of sustainable cottons. And cool. so I think this one's actually uh, water cotton, okay. which I had to research. Um, that was cool. So that's the thing. I think it's even more sustainable when it's water-based cotton. Um, learning so many things in life. See, I'm going to have to look that up because I'm like, how does that yeah. work? Okay. We need to like have like a little fashion corner. I know, but I'm like a, but I'm, I'm like a newbie at this fashion thing. I'm just learning. I'm about a year in and I'm like super fascinated. Like, by it. but have, have always been interested in it. And yes. you're just now like embracing the fact that this can be something like explain the year thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've always like, I've always kind of in my own way, tried to do like fashionable things just cause I just enjoy it. I, I like, like dressing up or just, you know, having fun with fashion. But in the past year, I've gotten really intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Like I hadn't probably updated my wardrobe in almost a decade. I mean, a few things here and there, you know, like random stuff, but not like being intentional about curating like a wardrobe that really I felt like reflected mm -hmm. my identity and my personality. So about a year ago, I, I started getting very intentional about it. And I've tried to do two things. One, I, I only wanted to buy a few pieces each season that I felt like I could kind of mix and match from like sports coats to even like trousers to paint. I didn't wear pants for about eight years because I didn't like the way they looked on me. So I only wore jeans and now pants have become more tailored without getting them custom, you know, which is expensive. And so fi finally got a few pieces each season that I felt like I could mix and match with. And then I have a motto on shop your closet because I have a lot of stuff sitting in there. And now I think I have enough like signature pieces mm -hmm. where I can mix and match really well. And actually talking with Lonnie last week, um, one thing that their founder Alana said was you can like, you can get like, she mentioned like she got this dress from Target, but then she has like these like nicer accessories because she's really into slow fashion as opposed to fast fashion because it's more sustainable. She was sharing with us and it supports the small boutiques mm -hmm. rather than just, you know, the big brands, which we want to support both. So she was saying you can support both with an and rather than an or. And so mm -hmm. I'm trying I, I'm trying to kind of follow that motto as well, where I mean, we still want to support Target because people work there and we want to make sure to, they have jobs. I Love going to Target. It's yeah. like a block away. It's yeah, like and my I wanna, fast fix. Yes. Yeah, and I want to support Man Ready Mercantile because yes. they have really great curated things that real humans are are making that they own, and they we need to support the small too. So we have like three or four designers closet. inside Cheese Space. What? Yeah, That's amazing. Just getting started. Bridal designer, um, a woman that kind of focuses. Oh, petite only does designs for dresses for petites. Um, then we have a woman that focuses on South American fashion. Yeah, we have like at least three. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, and then and then we have a women, we have a few women that do earrings, like amazing Annette Troyer, but that's a different story. Um, but amazing women in here, and there are lot, there's probably Gosh. eight or nine that are in the fashion industry in some capacity. That is so cool. I've mm -hmm. also like kind of had this like subtle ambition. I don't know why to kind of like debunk gender stereotypes and fashion. Sure. I mean, there's, yeah, we've talked about yeah there can be boundaries. There may not be, maybe it's limitless. I mean, my creative brain says there's no limitations, but like, I also, I'm not doing it to do it. 
I just naturally tend to, I like bright, colorful things. Me too. And I, I enjoy that. And we were talking about shoes last week. It's really hard to find men's shoes that are bright and colorful. Most really? men's shoes tend to have more like, you know, browns or blacks or like neutral tones. Like Nike will do it some, but even there, like I can't find like. Outside of like a sport shoe. Like you can yeah, get like a That's like true. A sport shoes are, are like more likely a, to have it. Know, but like but a knock around. Just yeah. Like, it's just hard. Like it's harder to find. Or a, like mm -hmm. a, even like a dress shoe. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that's well, why I can I, imagine dress That's why my Lonnie shoes that. are amazing. Actually, I think I have a photo. I'm showing you. Because um, I'm so excited about them. They're pretty cool. Uh, the The fashion is uh, in Indian inspired, like Indi oh, India. Wonderful. And yes, so, and she works with local women from India that she like has better. a partnership a lot of just with, like hand stitch. She was the like head shoe designer at Anthropology and then Old Navy, and then mm -hmm. decided to leave and create her own universe of Lani. Um, I mean, it's it really is a super. You would love her. It was a I'm super sure cool I brand. Would. Is she is she local? Or did she, was she just she's here just for in this? town this weekend? So oh, she's just here for the So that's my friend and I that bought matching shoes. Aren't they fascinating? Oh, I'm so excited. And the shoes I was wearing were already quite ridiculous. I have these oh, handmade flower shoes. Oh, and I love your friend. Oh, yeah. Taylor's lovely. Oh, my gosh. I love those shoes. Yeah, that's yes. Taylor Gillespie, another rock star human, um, doing great things in the universe. Great shout out. Uh, yeah. Where is, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'll sh and I'll sh I don't know if I have the original shoes I was wearing. I don't think we started taking photos until later in the day. No, we didn't. But those, they're also very fun. They're from Taft and they're like handmade flower shoes. Um, so they're also super fun. Cool. Taft has really cool shoes. They have all these like handmade flower patterns for guys. And I mean, or like male, female, you can, you know, whatever your heart desires, but it's targeted at men right now. I do love getting dressed up to go to work every day. I, ha I, I, women do come in here. I and mean, when I say dressed up, I mean put together. Yes. I, I don't mean dressed yeah. up. Exactly. I don't mean it's like an elevated. Like, yeah, like, like rocking. No. Yeah. So like today I have to go to a memorial service at the end of the day and oh, I'm speaking this sorry. evening. And like, what do you like? So like, I, I still like, I'm like, I can't do like, I don't even wear black, believe it or not. Yeah. I don't wear black. Okay. Um, This is very subdued for me, but it's okay. subdued for, you know, a reason. But yeah. I have this on, which kind of elevates the whole thing. Oh, it, but it I does. really, a big part of my day. And I love your earrings. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. I, a big part of my, a fun part of my day, um, is figuring out what I'm going to wear for the day. That is a thing for me. I agreed completely. I One of my happiest moments. that part. And then like in. It's like a, a puzzle. Yeah. Like I'm going to shift this, shift that. And different yeah. expressions. Cause we like live in different sort of worlds. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. so when like, but you, when you end up doing like four or five different, very disconnected things during the day, like what is the one thing that you're going to put on to get you through the day? Like what can you change out your shoes at the end of the day? Or if like me, like throw on a, I'm a big jacket person. Um, so that's a like putting together all the pieces of these very disconnected things in my life. And like, but I, I do not change during the day. I'm like, I'm going to wear one thing. I might like change out shoes or something, but it's got to be able to move right out the, during the agenda. The so you got me really excited when you said that because I thought about last Tuesday when we did the crossover episode with Under the Influencer. Yeah. So we did a crossover podcast on the rooftop of the post. Oh, that's and fun. it was so fun. And so that morning I had a meeting at Greater Houston Partnership yeah. around um like tech and innovation stuff. And then I needed to go into the studio to see the team uh and, and work work on a few priorities. And then we were doing the podcast episode, and then Sky and I were going to see Six the Musical, which is <sighs> Phenomenal. Yeah. 
recommend it with everything in my being. Hamilton and Six are now my two favorite happiest of places to be. My Sky's kids are been totally singing it. Six. Oh, Sky's been singing it As nonstop since Tuesday, be. and she has a beautiful voice. She was a, a vocalist, so that's also been magical. So what I did that day is I wore the blazer that you just saw. And it has un on the back, which is obviously our philosophy of curiosity. And then I have curiosity on the inside. And oh, then gosh. all I did was bring that hat. And I already had that t-shirt on. And I just took the blazer off and put the hat on. The and it just like two very different outfits yeah. with one shift. Blazer off, hat on. Yep. I was so I was so, so happy about it. And you're so proud of yourself. I was so proud like, of myself. I figured this was, out. He I really was. He took I, us through I was like telling the everyone, whole thing. I was so proud of myself because I was like, I mean, I just took two very different looks. Like wearing that, I just look like I'm just chilling at the studio in design mode. But all I, but little do you know, hat off, blazer on. I'm just like back to like the fashion game. And it was just, it was so happy. And I got to wear my whiskey blooded hat, which whiskey is one of my favorite hobbies in life. And so like not like in an overindulgent sense, more in like I love the grain to glass story sense. Um, it was beautiful. <laughs> Just want to clarify. So I, I mean, yeah. I know we can't stay in here all day, although it would be so loaded because there's so many things that I still wanted to touch on. So like innovation in tech. Um, yeah. We have a lot of women in that space in here and every day it grows. It grows and grows just because it's appealing and it's interesting and it's kind of like the it's it is the new frontier. Yes, um, especially in Houston. Yes. I mean, we're and, just and we barely five years in. Yeah, and we're really, really pushing that in. No, no, we're not pushing that. We're embracing it because yes. it's pushing itself. We're yes. embracing it. We're welcoming. We're insisting in every way possible. So Divink is running an accelerator oh, out of here. Huge fan um, of Divink. What's up, Ashley? We love you, buddy. Yo, Ashley. Yeah, <laughs> and he has an amazing team. And team. Every so human in that group the, um, is amazing. First yeah. in Texas, uh, accelerator for women in tech is being run out of SheSpace and the ION. So two days a week, they're in here. They have an office in here for their program manager, so cool. Amanda. That's Go, incredible. Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Um, Thank you. And um, so we all the founders you. have been in here. Yes. Um, and so I I love teaching. That is on my wow. list. I want to be an adjunct professor. So hello, yes. anybody that, you know, you think. My name's Stephanie Suru. You know where you can reach me. Anyway, so I, I have really- I want to be an professor, walk into SheSpace. <laughs> put it into the universe. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> so I've really enjoyed my time with this accelerator because last week I did a two-hour two workshop, three-hour workshop on storytelling- oh, that's another whole thing. Yes. The value of storytelling, especially if you're a founder and you need. But you did this last week? Uh, Tuesday. Last Tuesday. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I did one last Thursday at mm -hmm. the ION with the Level Up program, which is in, I think, an Accenture Microsoft partnership of some sort. I don't know. Um, and so I just love that. Like last week yeah. was like a week it of storytelling. storytelling week. Which it, I've been thinking about it this whole episode. So like storytelling. It in, is. In it is about, I mean, and there's such value in it and it is kind of has moved into being a business tool. Whereas before yeah. I think it was kind of like poo poo to soft skill stuff. Yeah. I think I despise the term soft skills and I'm going to go on the record saying that I, cause it has this like undertone of like lesser than yeah, doesn't the it? better it's way big. I've heard it explained is IQ and QI. Okay, and so Q, what's okay. QI effectively like everything that IQ isn't QI oh, is the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the inverse of it saying like, it, the it balance is, of an, both. Actually, it's insulting. It's so I mean, insulting. The, the term I can't soft stand skills, it. Oh, so, you have great soft skills. Like, so I think it's like co I, cognitive oh. and emotional awareness. Yes. So, um, and so that's kind of storytelling fell in that poo-poo, yes. not worthy. I and honestly, the IQ versus EQ, like that emotional. That's approach. another, yeah. There's a lady that wrote a book on IQ and, and QI. Uh, she spoke at the Collaborative for Children luncheon a few years ago mm. now. 
um, and another rock star human, Melanie Johnson and team sure. making that beautiful. We had her on yeah. a few episodes ago and, oh, that was I such a magical experience. QE statement though. I'm yeah. Sorry. QE. Yeah. Or whatever. EQ. Uh, EQ. Yeah. I was like, is that a new one? I'm so excited. <laughs> you Tell me more. The QI. Great. I don't know where we were going with that other than just so this is major all about storytelling, right? I mean, the, what you guys do every, every time you have this is, is you're telling stories. Yeah, that's a great so way to think about yeah. it. Let's uh, lift them up. Yes, tell great stories. And you do a class on it. So when you're an adjunct professor, you can do a class on storytelling. When? So hello, universities and Lots community of colleges and I mean, junior there, colleges. and well, One of the reasons we're doing what we're doing is because Houston generally really broad statement they're really bad storytellers like like the, as a city we're not known for okay, doing now, a great why, job of telling our that? story i mean I, to, like, to, uh, to technical uh, i mean i just to, don't think we feel a need to because we're just kind of like doing our own thing like if you look at i've heard someone say this before they said look at when hurricane harvey happened right mm -hmm. which many of us if not all of us were affected by in some way shape or form humans just rallied together and helped one another out like we just we just, just did do. it just rolled up our well, it's, like a, it's a city of doers we, we explorers. it is what like, we do yeah and there's yeah. not a lot of effort to sort of like take a step back and like tell people outside of this community mm. what we're what doing we're up to. we just kind of do it we're and just so doers. it's the a bit of the hypothesis also like incumbent energy the big oil and gas companies that are anchored here have never sort of bothered with like human interest stories or sort of telling that story. I it's just sort of like accurate. this very broad, mm -hmm. like kind of faceless marketing and for better or for worse. But like, because of that, like there just is this big gaping hole of yeah. like the value of those enterprises and how that drives quality of life. We and have lots of things on this. Yeah. And so there's just, isn't like, you know, there's not like a lot of like production studios or, you know, writers and storytellers for, documentaries and things there's there's growing uh, activity I'm gonna add one to... more thing when we were talking about let's focus on the, the younger generation is public speaking so yeah. i think i think it's mm. something that we all need to work on i'm getting certified to teach public speaking see there we go we have another awesome. class so um because i think people here don't um have confidence in their voice sure now why is that i don't Ooh. understand this is the most awesome city confidence in our voice so creative confidence mm -hmm. and psychological safety mm -hmm. are two very important mm -hmm. things that mm -hmm. i am just hearing kind of terminology around but have often felt the the punch in the face of that yep. when it doesn't happen and you know as creators you know and storytellers like yeah and it's not a lovely feeling i mean mm -hmm. actually so in my storytelling class what i talk about is introspection and the power of being fully alive in your humanity, which is your spiritual, emotional, physical, intellectual, and financial well-being is just rocking and vibing. Um, and how that is so critical, which then manifests itself as kind of that why, how, what. The core is the why. The how are our tools and resources and passions. And then the what is the outcome of the production of that in this example, she space. Right. And so how all of that converging together is so important. And it it's kind of rooted in the idea of creative confidence, because when we have creative confidence, because typically storytellers, public speaking, the, the the bold ones, if you will, the crazy ones who, you know, aren't so crazy when their ideas become like the next Apple. Mm -hmm. But in the process and in the journey, it can you're very vulnerable, like putting yourself out there. And so you need fair. amazing self-confidence and mm -hmm. you need like amazing self-awareness and creative confidence and 
psychological safety within yourself mm -hmm. where it's not dependent on anyone else. Mm -hmm. And it almost creates like, a sense of independence in order to really like create, innovate, build the future of the universe, advance society's big, beautiful priorities, et cetera. So, so I spend a lot of time with young, younger humans, especially mm -hmm. on like, get this right and you will literally change the world and so, nothing's going to stop your so standing confidence your is, I mean, you could have an unlimited supply of people and their variations of what makes them confident or how are you confident or why are you confident? Am I confident? All those confidence. That is the number one question I get. Love that. The number one question that I get is where do you get your confidence? Hmm. Well, we have two questions now. That's this a great might question end to ask up people. being a bonus episode, I think. It, it's it pretty stellar. Could. We have, we yeah. do have history. Uh, like half the half the guests, it's like there's like the 45 minute version of the episode, and then, there's then the we just release a bonus episode. <laughs> this might be the like fireside chat bonus episode and the question is where do you get your confidence and what i like about the question and mm. i do have to go because i see women flagging me down outside. what i it's like about the question it's they need to dig deep and answer that question for themselves wow oh my gosh mm. i have i don't i am I, so inspired i don't even know that when people ask me that i that is a my hardest question to answer because i just like I don't, I don't really know the answer to that question. Well, and in some ways, even if you did, it might not be helpful to that individual. Yeah. No, and like I think each person has is such to figure place. that out for themselves. And I think it's a very valuable question to ask yeah. everyone. You can't take mm -hmm. Stephanie's confidence off the shelf and just consume it for myself. Mm -hmm. Like I have to find. Mm -hmm. And I just think that comes down to the. Be inspired like, by yeah, it. Yeah, the fear factor, like, like conquering the fear. But again, we could yeah. be here for weeks. So well, and maybe like my rounding thought on that would be there was another book that i read um part of i actually never even finished it it was by a guy named bob golf and he talked about this story of it's a very random story he has a place in alaska apparently some neighbor flies in on a helicopter i'm like is this even real life like whose neighbor flies in on a helicopter but this happened he doesn't know the guy at all he points to him and he's like get in the helicopter he gets in the helicopter this whole story i'm like what and they sh land on the top of an ice cap then they go under the ice cap and so he tells this whole story no. with a stranger, right? This whole, this whole moment is very interesting in itself. Talk about an adventurous spirit. And talk about a storyteller. Yeah. And then he tells this beautiful metaphor of like, get under the ice cap of your own humanity. What's in there? Where's the tension? Whoa. Where's the friction? What's beautiful? What's magical? Like what's off? What are you not? What's the ugly stuff you're not willing to address? And like hit it all head on and let that be your starting point of exploring your why and discovering your identity as a human being and being fully alive in your own humanity. And I was like, I mean, I'm using my language, but like, I was like, that's it. I need to get under the ice cap of my own humanity and existence. So I, I'm not going to go on forever, but I often, I often start with that in the she space story. So you're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. She space is just the tip of the iceberg. Wow. I mean, it's like just a tiny bitty, bitty bit sticking up, but everything that is under the water, everything, that is where she space started in the origin. And, but, you know, that is what's holding up this tiny little thing. And that's the stuff that nobody sees. Boom. I start with that sometime. Yeah. But not today. I'm just going to go So today and... we're ending with it. Yeah. And boom. Boom indeed. Oh, boom. Thank you for listening. Join Brad and Scott next time on the Curiosity Podcast.